welcome to another episode of the Double Comma Club with your host, Nicole Ruth of the Ruth Team, the number one lending team in Colorado. So we're talking to Justin Knoll today about strategies that you can explore as a seller, as a buyer. How do you purchase before you sell, right? I want to sell my current home. I own a current home. Yes. We're not talking about first-time home buyers. We're talking about people who have an asset to sell. How do we set a strategy to purchase while we have this thing that has all of our money locked up in it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's right. like this. Ah. So Justin Knoll, dear friend of mine, uh, also part of the Knoll team of Madison and Company, yes. also CEO of Inc., yes. which we're going to be rolling out. That's a little secret. There's a lot behind that, yes. which I can't Super wait excited. for. We'll, we'll get there at some point. Um, but today, so the strategy, the, the peril is real, or peril, maybe that's too strong a word. The, the Yeah, the stress is real. Very. Um, buyers today of that home, that move up home, that second home, they're looking to sell. They're bouncing against sellers who want no part of that contingency. Yep. Right? Yep. So talk a little bit about what you're seeing as far as what are the current market? Is it is it getting easier? Is it getting harder? Or are we just kind of where we're at? What yeah. You... Yeah. Well, the good news is it is it's on a seasonal level. It is getting a little bit easier yeah. for sellers and buyers out there. Uh, mostly buyers. Sellers are still doing pretty well out They're there. They're doing very well. Uh, yeah. No, no sympathy there. Um, but it, it is tricky. And so when we went through the spring and summer months um, with this fevered pitch of everybody wanting to buy every house available, uh, five times over it seemed. Multiple offers coming in, prices going through the roof, uh, people waiving contingencies, waiving appraisals, waiving inspections, all these things. That poor seller who is you know, looking to sell their home and say, I want this home, now has to present to the, the seller of the house they want that, I want this, but I have this going on, this issue over here. And so what's, what buyers that have listings on the market are doing is waiving a lot of those contingencies. And um, it is swinging the, the negotiation balance so far over to the seller side. So this summer was, this spring and summer was, was pretty yes. stressful and not as much fun for realtors or buyers or sellers in some cases. So, so here we are in this more seasonal market where things are slowing just a tad. Now I say slowing, <laughs> it's still okay. Chaos, but it it's, seems, all, it's all relative. Yeah, it's all relative, but it yeah. does seem to be a little more fair, and that's really what we hope for in the market is fairness. So things that, that buyers are doing, again, waiving contingencies, um, giving up all that they can, raising their prices as far as they can possibly go, getting gifts from family, putting more earnest money down up front, um, doing all these things to front end that front load that contract to really swing that the balance towards the sellers the seller side and say, okay, we'll take you even with the contingency. Now that doesn't happen a lot. So the question is, what do you do? Right. Thankfully, there are places that you can go. There are bridge loans. Obviously, yes. you're very well versed, much more than I am. Bridge loans are still a player in this market. Mm -hmm. uh, back in 2008, 2009, that was really how we did a lot of things. It was almost that was that was standard bear for the market. You just really kinda, the only option. That was it. Right. I mean that. that was it. Yeah. <clears throat> You would find the house, but it would take you three, six, nine months to sell your home. Mm -hmm. And so you can't carry two mortgages um, all the time, but that is definitely an option, the bridge loan financing. Um, now there's these third parties, right, that will come in and, and say, look, we will remove that contingency of your list of the home you need to sell for you to buy this home. So we'll pay that, we'll pay you cash for that home. Right. Right. So we'll get you out of there clean. You can go lickety split, go buy that home. Mm -hmm. Now, 
It's awesome. It's wonderful service, but it's expensive as can be. Um, and so with convenience, what we have to understand in this market, with convenience and added options comes added expense. It's very expensive to do, but it is a great option for people. Yeah. Um, so those are some of the things that we've seen. I will tell you some tricks and um, things that should happen is anytime you are looking to sell your home and upgrade, downsize, whatever it is, but make a move, and this is not a pitch for any of us, but please make sure your lender and your realtor are on the same page. They are going to act as a team in this. There's too many moving parts and complications throughout the contract for them not to be on the same page. We've got to have those two together. So when you're choosing either one, make sure that they have familiarity and a relationship with the other to make sure that they, they can work through this transaction because it is tricky and there's a lot of risk out there for buyers and sellers. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it, it is that when you don't have the relationship, the bond, and it can almost anticipate what that other party is going to do. What happens is that lack of communication can put you in a situation where you could lose your earnest money. Absolutely. You could lose a transaction. You could be this on the seller side and you're pinched. And as a seller, there's fewer ways to get out of a contract than as a buyer. So maybe you're pinched into a situation where you're not feeling comfortable anymore. You're not feeling that level of support Absolutely. of options, yep. right? Yeah. And now you're just sitting there going, where am I? I'm selling my home. Maybe I shouldn't sell my home. I'm not sure if I'm going to have the ability to purchase. Ah, you just went from a very favorable position in one of the best real estate markets in the world yeah. to now being painted into a corner. And that's just, that's not okay. We don't want that for anybody. So right. make sure you have a plan. Make sure you have a team. Um, and make sure that your realtor team has a plan for you. For our team specifically, uh, we will always look at your listing first and say, here's what we think the value of your home would be. Here's how we strategically market it, where we think it will be in the marketplace. Um, but then we immediately shift to let's look at some options on the buy side mm -hmm. um, until you find at least three homes that you would consider buying we're not putting your house on the market there's no sense in putting your house on the market if you're not if you don't know you're gonna buy something right so make sure that they have a plan whatever that plan may be um, just make sure it's there because you're right. I mean, it, they might have been in that house for five years or 10 years, think they want to move up and realize that moving up actually means smaller space for more money in this market, right? <laughs> and so if they think there's something out there that isn't there, Correct. they need to know that before Correct. they put themselves in a the seller's position on a contract. We've had that happen on our team several times this year where it was the excitement was, I can now qualify for this higher amount. And then you get out in the market and go, I'm better off where I am. Yes. And so we have to have that real honest conversation is why don't we stay where we are? Why don't we, maybe there's a chance to add some square footage to the home. Maybe right. there's a chance to upgrade the square footage, dig out the basement and finish it. Those, we've had all kinds of those scenarios. So Love that. it's not always the best case to, to move, but no. it is tricky. And then you could also keep that home, right? I mean, that's an option for purchasing quote unquote, before selling is if you don't sell, if it's a good investment, which is a whole nother conversation, just because you own it doesn't mean it's a good investment. You have to see what is the market rent for that property? How much equity do you have in it? What's the position? And the long term, do you have the capacity to be a landlord? But you know, I believe in that and I, I know you do, right? So holding on to that home and doing a cash out refinance or a HELOC, home equity line of credit on that to pull the equity out to purchase, yep. 
then we can use the lease on that home that you're vacating to qualify you for the next home. So it's actually a vehicle to help you qualify for, for more. Yes. A lot of people think, well, I can't qualify for both homes because I can barely qualify for that home. Right. But once you throw the rental income on yeah. there, now which, I can. Which right now, rental income is through the roof. Through and, the roof. and one thing that Nicole has always said, and I love that you say, and I go back in my cycle of houses I've owned and sold, you should never really sell a home. Right. Try and keep that home as long and as for eternity if you can. Yeah. Because it is a vehicle to help you build that wealth that you're trying to get to. So I look back all the time like, dang, I should have kept that one. I should have kept that one. Because <laughs> right. I just hear your voice right here like, don't sell. But the no, reality course, is, is it's not for everybody. It's not for It's not for everybody. But if you can and you have the bandwidth, holy yeah. cow, keep that sucker. Which is just another issue on why supply is so low right now, I think. <laughs> That's episode don't, two, right? Don't hate the messenger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want to do both. You want to be able to counsel your your buyer slash seller to all of their options, right? And some of them mean that you might get one transaction versus two. Some of them might mean that that very conversation about giving up that transaction on the sell side puts them into a better financial position long run, and you just became their their real estate guru, right? Their go-to for the rest of their life and all the rest of the transactions they purchase. I, I think always look for the realtor that that encourages you to look at options beyond yeah. selling. Um, right. if, if you're looking at that that partner, you know, that realtor partner and they're pushing you to sell all the time, yeah. pump the brakes a little bit because any realtor worth their salt is going to tell you it's not always the right thing to sell. There are some situations and this is it. So make sure you're asking the right questions. Make sure you have an honest, candid relationship that you can talk through these things with your realtor and make sure they understand your long-term goals not just get me out of this house into this one but look at the, the larger picture and so hopefully you've got that in a realtor partner agreed but so there are options right sometimes it doesn't feel like there are um, but there are options for purchasing before selling mm -hmm. or strategically aligning the purchase with the sale yep. or turning that sale into a rental instead but the bottom line is is no is not the answer. Correct. Right? I mean, the answer could be hidden inside the details, but it's the discovery process that is so exciting because that's where you can learn something new and, and get in front of. I, I think that's where you and I live, right? Yes. It's, it's not in the details of the transaction. It's the discovery of options of the transaction. Yes. I love that part because a lot of times the light bulb will go off for a client. They'll go, I had no idea. I had right. no idea. And you're going, I just made a difference in your world. Yes. And that's, that's empowering. I love it. You've been listening to the Double Comma Club. Never miss an episode. Subscribe at thedoublecommaclub.com or your favorite podcast venue to hear more success stories, get free tips on how you can get on the path to becoming a millionaire through real estate at any age. If you enjoyed this, you might also enjoy our YouTube channel. Just look for The Roof Team on YouTube or visit our site, theroofteam.com.